This is an IELTS Energy podcast episode 425. Get psyched about psychology for higher vocab scores. You are listening to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn fascinating terms related to psychology and explore themes that could be seen anywhere on IELTS toughest tests. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jessica, how's everything today? Did you have to try hard not to say what's shaken? I, I kind of did. Yeah, I have my habits. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because like like you and I were saying before. Um, so guys, I mean, you'll, uh, you've listened to a lot of episodes by now, hopefully. Um, and you'll see like Lindsay and I both have our language quirky habits, right? Like yeah. we just tend to say the same things, you know, like Lindsay mm-hmm. would say what's shaken and I'm like, what's going on? And And then at the end, like Lindsay says, take care. And it just occurred to me today, listeners, that I I seriously never say that. That is just not something I say naturally to anybody. (laughs) Yeah. No, so we all have our language quirks, right? So that's why sometimes it's hard for us when you guys ask us, do native speakers say certain things? Because we often will answer, well, some native speakers do and others don't, right? Right. So it's, it's pretty subjective depending on the person. Oh, totally. And with the amount of exposure you and I have to all different varieties of English, I think Mm -hmm. that has had a big impact on how I express myself and communicate just because of the input, right? Because we're always talking about, guys, like you need to expose yourself to English. You just need to dive into these excuse me, these native speaker um, mediums, medias, I guess would be better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but like having lived abroad or having friends from other countries, having students from all over the world, I find that I have some like some odd stuff I say sometimes that another native speaker will be like, do it. Do we say that? Do Really? Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. It's so interesting. I mean, that's why, again, as we say, language is a creative process, right? We can put a little creativity into it if we want to. Totally. It's spontaneous. It's creative. It's exciting. And that's why it causes a bit of anxiety as well. So that's why (laughs) Lindsay and I are here to help you guys. Um, So another thing that causes anxiety is being faced with topics on IELTS that not only are they probably unfamiliar, but Mm. they are associated with very specific vocabulary that you guys aren't 
gonna know most likely um so like science is it was so broad right but people are always worried candidates are always worried about getting a reading passage about science maybe listening section four maybe a task two question or a speaking part three question this topic could pop up obviously anywhere but we're gonna take the very um we're gonna we're gonna narrow this down into still a broad field of psychology which is fascinating mm. Yeah, and this is especially important to do an episode on because I feel like in in certain cultures around the world, it might be a less talked about topic. Um, Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think things like therapy or even like different conditions of the mind are, I think, more taboo or just not talked about nearly as much. And so that could be kind of a a liability, guys. If you do get a question about psychology, you want to have these terms ready. That's true. That's so true. Um, for example, like one of the terms we're going to talk about today is um, ADD or ADHD. And for Lindsay right. and I, this term is very common. I mean, right. fr- like frustratingly common, <laughs> I could right. say. We Maybe we'll talk about that. But um, yeah. but this is a thing that is so prevalent here. And I, uh, I doubt, I highly doubt that it's a thing that is common in other places. So no, that's a really good point um oh yeah we're much more uh, we're much more open about these sort of vulnerabilities, which on the one hand is uh, healthy, right? Because we can help people address issues with learning disabilities or st- behavior behavioral issues because um, we <laughs> recognize it, right, and can deal with it. But um, on the other hand, it, sometimes they can be excuses as well, and just sort of like dwelling on these things. Okay, that's another right. basket. Or, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so let's see. Um, one way this might t- pop up is actually in um, like animal behavior. I've seen this in IELTS readings, guys, and like section four type lecture um, situations. So animal behavior, yeah. what yeah. would be some vocabulary associated mm-hmm. with that? Um, yeah. Let's see. So, so we could say like following human commands would be something yeah. they would maybe research. Yeah, I mean something that comes up to my, comes to my mind is um, like conditioning and training, kind of stimulus and yes. response type stuff, right? So conditioning your dog, for example, or exactly. you know they they they've done studies on rats to see how they respond to certain things. Exactly. Um, so this idea of conditioning, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I only took I think like one psychology class in yeah. high school, but. That's one of the first things that every student in psychology learns is the the Pavlov experiment, right? Um, yep. So, yeah, that's just about conditioning. A, wasn't it a dog? <laughs> yes, Pavlov's dogs. Yeah, it's okay, pretty famous. Mm. <laughs> um, and then just as I'm thinking of uh, scientist names that you guys should know, because they are so widely uh, utilized and could easily pop up on the exam, you should be familiar with first Pavlov. And then what is that, Lindsay? You're going to know this. Um, Maslow's hierarchy of oh, needs, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Yep. So that's yep. also sort of a basic tenant of psychology that, guys, I would not be surprised at all if this comes up in a reading. So if you're already yeah. 
familiar. Maybe you're familiar in your first language, but in English you're not. So these are definitely concepts that you should、um, review in English. Just just Wikipedia these things. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why this most、um, universities in the U.S. at least in liberal arts do require like Psych 101. I feel like many of them、yeah. do as because、True. again this is in our cultural conversation. This term、yeah. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's a basic kind of thing that we kind of need to know in society, right? Yeah,、um, true. So that might not be the case for our for our listeners here. Who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Yeah, who knows? I'm I'm guessing no in a lot of places, but it, it、right. you know, guys. To be honest, like for real, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs that has popped up in conversations I've had like a lot just、yeah. in the past week. Like this, <laughs> these ideas we discuss a lot, like self improvement, and、mm. we analyze, we way over analyze ourselves over here, guys, and that's like <laughs> something that comes up. Okay, so that's that's the one branch, let's say, on the IELTS tree of psychology, and then another one would be、um, learning styles. This totally comes up. Yeah, and again, these are all kind of linked to different researchers who have come out with theories. But this idea that we want to think about how people learn best, right? This is used a lot when you talk about education for kids and adults. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Totally.、Um, and this vocabulary, guys, fan. Fantastic! You guys could use this in your speaking and writing for sure. We know education comes up. We already said psychology comes up. So,、um, okay,、yeah. let's just talk through a few terms here. So, learning styles. My favorite because it's the fanciest word is kinesthetic.、Um, guys, as we're going through a lot of really advanced terms today, come back to the blog at ielts.allearsenglish.com. Search for episode four two five. Okay, these terms. Will be there. So, kinesthetic. Kinesthetic means you you learn by experiencing. You learn by doing, like body movement. Yep, exactly. So that's how your body encodes memories is through actually doing the thing and physically moving、yeah. with the thing that you're learning. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's something that、um, just a connected idea you guys could speak or write about. This isn't a learning style that is included in a lot of curriculum. So some people who don't do well in school, perhaps it's because they're of a sort of non-traditional learning style. So that's sure, you know、sure. that's an idea、right. you guys could definitely explore on the exam. Exactly. I think a lot of our, you know, schools, our universities are geared towards, I suppose, verbal learners or auditory learners, right? Like、yep. either learning by talking about it or hearing it, and that's、yeah. hard for some people. I mean, some people need to be、uh, learn things visually, right? So we've just、mm-hmm. dropped three words: like visual learner,、uh, verbal learner, and auditory learner. Hello, awesome IELTS candidates! If you are ready to get into the course guaranteed to raise your scores, just like we did for Andresa, who got a 7.5 in listening, 8 in reading, 7.5 in writing, and an 8.5 in speaking using our strategies, check out our course now. Go to allearsenglish.com/keys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So visual, of course, 
you you learn through seeing it pictorially or through images yeah. sometimes. It can be like through looking at notes. I consider that a visual learner as well. Um, yeah. And also auditory, right? Some people, you just need to listen to the lectures, not read them, but listen to them. That's mm-hmm. how you remember information or code it, right? Um, yep. And then verbal, I'm sort of a verbal learner. I think you and I are sort yeah. of verbal learners. Uh-huh. Is mm-hmm. Like listeners, you hear us uh, when we spontaneously ask each other IELTS questions, it's like <laughs> on the last episode, right? We kind of have to talk through things sometimes sure. and that's yeah. how we yeah. discover. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say that teaching something is the best way to learn it, right? And Definitely. That's, maybe that's especially true for people who are verbal learners. They need to totally. hear themselves explaining it and then they learn it better. Yeah. So oh, cool. for sure. For sure. Um, so just, just two more um, learning styles here, guys. And uh, guys, I know this is a specific, really specific sort of topic, but this could be applied in so many places. Mm, yeah. um, okay. So two more here. The first is spatial, a spatial. Spatial learner. So this is interesting mm-hmm. to me. That's not something that comes up a lot, but um, spatial mm-hmm. ability comes up a lot, though. Right, being able to um, conceive of distances and locations mm-hmm. well, right? Like yeah. um, my spatial reasoning and my spatial ability is uh, not good. I'm gonna yeah. jump away for just a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm back. You're back. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah. So I think that a, a spatial learner is likely to be like someone who's maybe an architect, for example. They understand oh, totally. you know, spaces or even a good tennis player would probably be a good spatial learner. They think spatially because they understand angles and how to work the court, you know? That's true. That's true. Um, and I guess a lot of athletes would need this ability, right? Yes. That the spatial yep. perception. Um, mm-hmm. And so the next one would be tactile. I love this word as well. Yeah, that's a good one. So, so to touch, right? People, some people need to learn by actually interacting physically with the thing that they're learning to touch it, right? To, to have it, to, to kind of hold it. So that's kind of interesting. So I think we would say hands on a lot, right? But that's commonplace. Tactile is a much more high level word. Um, and just on this note, like just as learning styles, also consider like learning disabilities. So one that we thought of was dyslexia, um, which again, like this isn't allowed for or given space in a lot of um, classrooms and curriculum. So what what is dyslexia? Well, it's a condition, a learning kind of learning uh, disability where people get confused um, with like orders of, of letters and orders of words when they read, I believe. Uh, yeah. And it also tends to be like a lot of entrepreneurs tend to be dyslexic. Uh, that's really? really? Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, if you study like some of the top entrepreneurs in the world, there are some of them, not all of them, but there's a trend you see a lot of people who are dyslexic um, because oh, they've had wow. to find like different ways to compensate for that. Yeah. Very interesting. Interesting. Oh my gosh. I love that idea. Like yeah. I, I want to research this. This is, yeah. I love connections like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, just one more branch here, guys, as far as behavioral psychology or more specifically um, behavioral disorders, right? So mm-hmm. what are some examples that we might see? 
So b- behavioral disorder, so obsessive compulsive disorder, and yeah. we call this OCD, right? And this yep. is this is in our conversation, right? Totally. These, a lot, a lot of these disorders, we will s- kind of self-diagnose in a joking yes. way. Um, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so OCD. I had to check for my keys three times, right? Of course, we're not, but we we right. kind of use that in the cultural conversation, right? Completely. This has become slang at this point. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if you're like leaving the house with a friend and you're like, oh, sorry, like I'm totally OCD right now. I need to just go make sure I turned off the oven and all the lights or whatever. <laughs> like it is slang at this point. So obsessive compulsive disorder, yep. OCD, um, but also eating disorders. And I don't want to yeah. get too much into this because I don't feel like this would come up on the exam so much. But just the idea of having eating disorders as a consequence of of different gender expectations. I feel like mm. that is some that is an avenue that you could go down in speaking or writing. So, yeah. um, right? Because like women having to fulfill a certain um, yeah. uh, beauty image, you right, know, right. of like Absolutely. skinny or like Barbie, whatever. So that leads to eating disorders. So just, sure. I think the two eating disorders, that the vocabulary would be anorexia and bulimia. And again, like very depressing. I'm not going to get into it, but I will put the vocabulary in the blog post. <laughs> yeah, no, but these are these are helpful. I mean, this may not be in your conversation, guys, in your culture, but I mean, yeah, not so much this one, but some of the other ones you're hearing today, you could really use them in a lot of places. So very oh, cool. for sure. Um, and, and then the another. last, yeah, the last, well, two, but I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Um, yeah. We used to say ADD, attention deficit disorder, and now it's ADHD. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Which is what? What is the H? It's, it's hyperactivity, attention oh. deficit hyperactivity disorder. Yeah, very okay. interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> um, this is. Uh, I really encourage you guys to do some research on this. This is. Uh, this has become a cultural phenomenon. I yeah. feel like for Americans. So, um, <laughs> form your own opinions. But I, it does exist to some extent, for sure. It's not totally yep. made up. It is, you know, a psychological uh, disorder. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so this has to do also with um, like learning challenges and learning disabilities. ADD right. is part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is another one of the ones that we tend to like joke around with our friends and self-diagnose, totally. right? So your, your friend could say to you, oh my gosh, I think you have ADHD. You're constantly checking your phone. You can't vote, you know, and kind of poking fun of the person. But actually people do get diagnosed by uh, with this professionally by going in and taking tests and stuff. Right. Yeah. It's a for real thing, for sure. Just like obsessive compulsive disorder. But exactly. as you said, like it's such a part of all our culture that it's not, I wouldn't say it's cliche yet, but it mm. is a different, a definite idiom. Like it is something yeah. we say all the time. Like, um, you know, uh, even if I'm just tired, you know, and I'm having difficulty focusing um, yeah. and I'm in a conversation and I totally missed what the person said. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm totally ADD today. Like, what did you say? <laughs> or <laughs> So really useful, not only on IELTS, but in real life, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. So guys, again, don't just fast forward through this episode. You know, this is one of the episodes that you can apply broadly, right? You can take totally. these words and apply them broadly to really make that difference with your vocabulary score on writing and speaking. 
you know? Oh, definitely. For sure. These, when we talk about a culture of thinking, right? When we talk about creating this, this is, these type of episodes are inspiration for that. We've given you so many different topics. Not, it's not just vocabulary words. These are whole topics that you guys can learn about. And guys, as I said, like all of these things could come up on the test. Like this is useful for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, rewind this, go back, take notes. And again, if you're interested in a step-by-step system where you're going to learn our strategies that you can't get anywhere else, then jump into our course. Because, you know, if you're just jumping around and grabbing podcasts, that's a good start. But that's only the starting point, right? Yeah, absolutely. We need, yeah. <laughs> the, the podcasts are great. You know, I'm, there's lots of good resources, guys, but jumping, like, you need a system. You need a plan, a schedule. You know, we mm-hmm. have everything you need with that 30 day plan and that 60 day plan. So, yeah. And the, that's o- the other it. thing, the other thing to keep in mind is just that, you know, with the course, you have a guarantee, right? We have the score increase guarantee, which we stand by, and we can't offer you any kind of guarantee with these free podcasts, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Totally. Very cool. So come on over, check that out, guys, at allearsenglish.com forward slash K E Y S. And we are out of here. Jessica, let's remind our listeners to check out Facebook Live. Oh, yes, guys. As you are hearing this, this is being broadcast on a Wednesday. Wednesday. That means tomorrow is Thursday, Facebook Live with me every Thursday at noon Pacific Standard Time, Portland, Oregon time. (laughs) Yes, it's at uh, facebook.com forward slash all ears English. That's where you guys want to go. Okay, awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Okay, see you there. (laughs) All right, have a good weekend, Lindsay. Bye-bye, take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.